The following program is being brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you ready to be inspired, uplifted, and motivated to greatness? It's time for Star Style. Be the star you are. With your effervescent personal growth coaches, the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan, and health specialist, Heather Brittany. Define your vision, discover your passion, and design your future in this power-packed hour of life-changing talk radio. Featuring authors and success experts dedicated to helping you achieve the results you deserve. Be entertained, edutained, encouraged, and empowered. Smile, have fun, and celebrate you. Explore your potential and embrace your possibilities with your hosts, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany on Star Style. Be the star you are, starting right now. Welcome to Radio's Finest Program of Positive Book Talk. This is Star Style. Be the star you are. And we are here for a bright new year. My name is Cynthia Bryan. Hello, Hello, Brittany. And we are your personal growth and success coaches right here with you every week to help you discover your passion and design your future. And it will be a power-packed hour. And we have a great author with us today. And you are going to achieve the, the results that you want. Well, today is our New Year special with author, speaker, Marianne Dorwood, who will give us words to thrive by. Health professional Heather Brittany is launching our new health segment today called Health Matters with the New Year goals of medical checkups. And I'll be reflecting, renewing, and reviewing in our last segment. So sit Back, grab a glass of bubbly, okay, it can be sh- cider or champagne, and, <laughs> and join <laughs> our fashion party. Heather, I think you and I will pick the champagne, don't you think? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here's a toast to you, girlfriend. <laughs> the miracle moment for today is brought to you by the 8th Annual National Essay Contest of Be the Star You Are Charity. For more information, go to btsya.com, and this is Here's to a bright new year and a fond farewell to the old. Here's to the things that are yet to come and the memories that we hold. So may your best days of 2011 be your worst days of 2012. Well, annually at this day of the month, we start thinking about our new year resolutions, and they usually include losing weight, making more money, and exercise. Okay, Heather and I are totally with you on this. But as a health professional, Heather is constantly talking about how much health matters, and for me, as a woman who is always active and healthy, the older I get, the more I understand that what Heather is talking about in creating optimum health is not an option. It's really mandatory to living a full, happy life. So beginning today and throughout the year, our T for Two Mother Daughter Brew segment is going to be called Health Matters. And as we launch into 2012, Heather has suggestions 
on the essential medical checkup. So take it away, Heather. Exactly. Well, optimal does not mean optional. So it's really important if you want to get the best out of 2012 um, that you really understand what tests are necessary and what are not. And really, you know, what um, I'm going to tell you about today, everything, there always is sort of that little star next to everything because your health really can um, uh, depend just on your own personal medical history. So um, sort of, you know, the basic blueprint of the generalization that I'm going to give could be different. If you have a particular uh, condition or if there is some kind of cancer or a medical condition, that is um, common in your family, then you may need um, particular tests more often than others. Um, but in general, what I'm going to tell you is this is just sort of um, what the medical um, guidelines um, that the U.S. Uh, Preventative Services Task Force um, kind of lays out for us. And something that's interesting is you know, with the new year approaching is one of the number one uh, goals that people make, you know, at that stroke of midnight is getting healthy, whether it be, you know, losing weight, lowering your blood pressure, um, you know, eating better. Um, really kind of, you know, if you want the best out of every aspect of your life is really to put health forward, to make health matter. Uh, because the things that, um, you know, as you're getting older, as I'm getting older, we, the things we take for granted, you know, how flexible our bodies are or how we are able to eat all this junk food and never gain weight, well, your body starts to change the older you get. And if you really start taking and care I of can it. Really, I can testify to that, Heather, because, you know, all the years of playing baseball and skiing and skydiving and scuba diving and blah, 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 et cetera, and you just think that your body's always going to be toned and is flexible. And I just find I have to work much harder now than I ever did before. Exactly. Our bodies just change. It's similar to, you know, if starting, you know, good uh, proper skin care, starting at a young age being really important about putting SPF on your skin, um, it's going to, you know, eventually lines or lines and wrinkles as we age, that is just part of the process, but you'll help minimize it. You know, starting at a younger age, when you're not seeing it, if you start using those kind of, um, you know, regimens, you're going to preserve your skin longer. Um, so looking into the new year of, you know, what's important, you know, screening and tests with mammograms and pap smears and cholesterol and cancers and all um, these kind of disease and conditions um, can be easily treated if caught at early stages. And the big thing of those is staying on top of getting these um, early detection, early screening. So first thing is um, I recommend, you know, really having your blood pressure, if you're one of the people that's only coming to the doctors every now and then because you're in great health, have your, your blood pressure checked um, at least, you know, once a year. With the med- where um, the, the clinic I work in, um, nearly every visit we're checking blood pressure um, because we prescribe medications and medications can affect your blood pressure and based on the levels of your um the rate of your actual blood pressure it can prevent us from giving you um, the the medications because it can sometimes be an underlying. Is there condition. an optimal blood pressure, Heather? That you know, is there kind of a, a medium that we can well, give different, out? Um, different 
organizations of different things kind of uh, have different levels. For us, what we see as optimal would be uh, 120 over 60. Um, but if people, you know, going on the highest something, um, which it can definitely be higher, but for us, we get concerned when it's something that's 140 over 90. Anything that's above 140 or anything that's over 90, um, that's, that, that's more of the conditions that we want to worry about. Um, you'll hear from different people, you know, their doctors told them differently. Uh, working for the organization I work, we have a little bit more stricter um, beliefs towards blood pressure because we want to make sure um, that the estrogen we put people on doesn't um, affect their blood pressure and affect, you know, heart attacks, blood clots, stroke. Speaking of heart attacks, blood clots, and stroke, um, something is getting your cholesterol checked. And women should have their cholesterol checked. I mean, again, if, unless if you have, um, for me, I know our family history, we have high cholesterol. So I've, um, you know, had my cholesterol checked. Um, but we say women should have their cholesterol checked regularly starting at age 45. And men, every five years, beginning at 35. And if you smoke, um, have diabetes, or have heart disease, um, or if heart disease runs in your family, um, or if you uh, have cholesterol, any kind of condition like that that's in your family, we say starting at age 20, having your cholesterol checked. Um, something else, too, um, is depression. If you've ever felt down, something like that, um, Talk to your doctor about, because a lot of times, um, you know, there isn't a, a depression a test, but be open and honest with your doctor if, um, you know, you've been kind of feeling down and out. And there are times when people just kind of have bad days, but it's something that you're feeling, you know, it's, you have, it's been two weeks and you just can't shake it. Sometimes it means, you know, you may need, um, just to be talking with someone, you may need medications, you may, there may be something else that can contribute to it, and you don't want to let that go ignored. So definitely, you know, if you're having something you just can't shake, talk with your doctor about it and see, you know, what kind of, um, what the next step is. Um, next, diabetes test. If you have um, any kind of uh, high blood pressure or high cholesterol screen, we recommend doing a screening for diabetes um, or if that's something that runs in your family. Um, again, you know, this is going to be different for everyone, um, but that's something definitely that if you've had a high cholesterol or if you've had high blood pressure or if it runs in your family, um, to get a screen for it, it's, it's optimal and everything's good, then every couple of years. Next, the big debate, I would say, is mammograms. Mammograms for women, again, if there's something there, there's been those rare cases, cases where, um, you know, 20-year-old women are getting it, but again, that's very rare. So what we really recommend is having a mammogram screen every one to two years starting at age 40. Um, something, too, in relation to women's health is osteoporosis. Um, that's the thinning of your bone. And we want people to have a bone density test starting at age 5. Um, and if you're between the ages of 60 and 64 and weigh about 154 pounds or less, talk to your doctor whether you should be tested for that. Um, women, you know, a ways of starting to, uh, even if you eat a healthy diet full of calcium, take a daily calcium supplement. They even make these delicious little chocolate chews. Um, you can help, you know, the older you get, very small um, bone fragments begin to break off. And you want to make sure when you are, when you are a gorgeous, lovely old lady, that you're a healthy one that doesn't have, you know, hips breaking apart. Uh, I agree. Cal- That's what I want. 
And, you know, another big debate thing is regarding pap smears. Uh, and this is, you know, just for women, but um, it's kind of always been, you know, changed. We say every one to three years, depending on your own personal medical health, and whether you've been sexually active or not, we want that first screening to occur at age 21. Um, why it would be that kind of one to three years? And if you're over age 30 and you have not had, um, if your past two paths have not been abnormal, uh, then we say every three years. Now, if you've had an abnormal path and there's different, you know, follow-ups they want you to do, um, but if it isn't involving a colposcopy or, um, you know, a repap or a leap, um, they may just want you to repap in one year. We just want to monitor things. Um, different people, we usually go on the two-year mark um, if nothing is wrong, but different insurances, different organizations I know um, will go as much as three years. So usually one to three years, and the one year is if there's really been any abnormal that you that are asked to be followed up with. Um, prostate cancer screenings, you know, just for men. Again, talk to your doctor if that's something um, that runs in your family. Um, and now, you know, they, they have some um, um, less invasive screenings and stuff. Now, for men, you know, they usually will do something, you know, regarding in their late 20s. But again, if you have, um, you know, it runs in your family, it possibly could be something earlier. And the big thing I always say, again, is if, you know, follow um, your gut or things. If there's ever, if you're feeling aches and pains, our initial thing is always just to ask our friend, ask our mom, um, ask usually unlicensed people who are not in medical industries. Um, so there's that sort of that comforting thing for someone to say, oh, you know, do this or do that, um, getting that second opinion. Get Go to the doctors first. If you have something you can't shake or there's some kind of pain, um, they're going to be able at least to get you on the right path of what you should be doing. So I'm glad this- though, that you brought up uh, something, you know, for men. Is there anything for young boys? And I also just wanted to mention one other health matter to check for the New Year's is always to make sure to get a check of your skin for any skin cancers or any or anything that might have changed differently because things come up and, you know, we want to be healthy. Yeah, and that is something actually um, a really great thing with skin. Um, again, things are so treatable. Skin cancer is incredibly horrific and deadly, but it caught it early stages. It's just monitoring your skin. Um, I actually, when I went to a dermatologist last year, two years, made a really great suggestion um, of take a picture, have someone take a picture of your moles, of spots on your body. That way, you know, a year later when you look at it, you can see if there's been any change in color or size um, or nothing at all because a lot of times something we may have had for years, suddenly it seems like it's there overnight or maybe it has changed but we're just so accustomed to it that we don't notice the changes in it. So um, that's definitely something to have those that's skin, a great, to have those That's a great tip, Heather, is to take a picture. Well, like always, we are at the end of our segment, and we know that health really matters. So you know, to the, the major checkups at the moment would be blood pressure, cholesterol, if you're having any depression. Uh, for women, a mammogram. If you're over 21 and a woman, a pap smear every two to three years. A check for prostate for men and have your skin checked and any changes on your body. And then also before you close, I just wanted to add to that resolution list to make sure to include plenty of social contact with friends and family. You know, have a poker night, a potluck, a picnic, or even a parade. But one key to health is surrounding yourself with optimistic, happy people because our health does matter. 
So when we return from break, we're going to get some powerful stories of courage and hope to jumpstart your new year with Mary Ann Dorwood. And she has comforting and encouraging words in her uh, book, Words to Thrive By. So, Heather, give out the website, please. Most definitely. We want you to go to BeTheStarYouAre.org as well as BeTheStarYouAre.com. Oh, well, and happy, happy New Year to everyone. And happy New Year, Heather. Yeah, you too. Yeah, party on. Well, I am Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And this is Star Style. Be the star you are. We will be right back with Marianne Dorwood. Don't you go away. This is a great, great interview. You are the What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite World Talk Radio show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. Looking for unique, one-of-a-kind gifts for the special woman in your life? The Carmony Collection creates handmade handbags, clutches, candles, and canvases from vintage and recycled fabrics, bangles, and beads. Be eco-friendly and fashionable with prices for all pocketbooks. Visit www.carmonycollection.com. That's Carmony with a K and Collection with a K. Or call 925-785-7827. Be the star you are. Light up the flame that burns. Get a positive prescription for living and discover a cure for adversity when you make a difference in the lives of others by donating to Be The Star You Are, a 501c3 top-rated charity dedicated to empowering women, families, and youth through increased literacy, positive media, and tools for living. www.bethestarur.org All donations are tax-deductible. www.bethestarur.org Be the lucky star This business of show business is calling out to me. Get started acting or modeling with a consultation from media coach extraordinaire Cynthia Bryan, who has guided entertainment careers for over two decades. Call 925-377-STAR or visit www.cynthiabryan.com. Pick up a copy of her award-winning book, The Business of Show Business, and start living your dreams today. Call 925-377-STAR. 925-377-STAR. You're listening to the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Be the star you are. You are the star. Get ready to be inspired, entertained, and motivated to greatness with positive, uplifting, life-changing talk radio. Turn up the volume. Tune in to the Power Hour on Star Style. Be the star you are. Now, back to the program with the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. Thank you so much for staying here where the world comes to talk and to listen. Every week, Be The Star You Are brings you the authors and experts who help you live a better, fulfilled life. Be The Star You Are is a 501c3 charity with a mission to increase positive media, improve literacy, and offer tools for living. And every day when we open the newspapers or turn on the TV, we are bombarded with a plethora of negative images, violence, and sexual bad storylines. So kids are becoming anesthetized to these impressions. Be The Star You Are is working to bring positive stories to life. So make 
a donation today at bethestarur.org. That's bethestarur.org. Well, we all go through tough times, but what determines the character and the courage and the future of a person is how they respond to what happens to them. Mary Ann Dorwood is a survivor. She has survived the death of her son and mother. She's survived cancer five times, abusive relationships, a divorce, and more. Yet, she is a woman of joy on a path of self-discovery and personal growth with a dedication to make this world a better place and to help you live in it more fully and productively. She's an acclaimed speaker, a coach, a former actor, and now the author of the book, Words to Thrive By. Hello, Marianne, and welcome to Star Style. Be the star you are. Thank you, Cynthia. It's really an honor for me to be invited on your show. I'm really happy to be here. Well, I am so excited to talk to you. We have a a lot of things in common. You had this whole performing life and and performed in New York and on stage and in movies and films and all of this, and you are this dynamic speaker. And what you've done now with between your coaching and your speaking is you've turned many of the stories of your life into this brand-new book, Words to Thrive By, which could be just a Bible for anyone who wants to bring more love, the hardest one, the hardest story you had to write, power, inspiration, gratitude, whatever it is into into their lives. Why don't you give us a little bit of your background and, and what really propelled you to sit down and write these words of wisdom? Well, Cynthia, I think the the main reason for writing this book was, in essence, to actually get me myself out of bed in the morning. I, I put 50 words uh, while I was, I was actually going through cancer. I had cervical cancer and breast cancer at the same time, and I put 50 words into a bowl, and I picked words that I thought would uplift my spirits because I knew from my work as a speaker coach and we're running political campaigns all over the world that really words are quite powerful, and the right word at the right moment can totally change everything. So I put all these words that I thought would, you know, inspire me, and I would pick one every morning. I would get out of bed, go to radiation, and then come back, and I would write about my thoughts about that word, and then I would throw it back in the bowl, and the next day I would pick a different word, and I would write. And I wrote with as much strength as I could, and then I stopped. And gradually this became the book that it is today. It's now 35 words and uh, hopefully will be a, a real inspirational handbook of hope for uh, someone who is a, a real seeking soul. Well, and not just a seeking soul. I think that all of us have stories to tell and we fail to write them down or get them out because stories heal. Yes, and- they do. And this is what I find in your book, Words to Thrive By, is it, it's, it's stories. You don't just write stories of, of positive things that happened. You write about the pain and you write about the darkness and you write yeah. about the fear. And I found it so interesting when you were, you wrote the chapter on love that this was the most difficult chapter for you. And, and I also chuckled at the fact that every time you would pick your piece of paper out of the bowl and it said love, you'd go, no, not today, not this one. And it kept coming back. It kept haunting you, haunting you until you were able to sit down. And it's, it's really one of the, the most powerful chapters here in the book. Give us the little background there. Why did you find it so hard to, to do the love chapter? 
Well, you are right that actually uh, it got a little spooky, Cynthia, because uh, every day for two and a half weeks I picked the same word, love, and I thought, no way, I don't know anything about this. I can't write about this. People kill and die and, and are heartbroken over this word. What do I have to say? Well, so it's I threw like it back angels in the were doing it. Your yeah. angels were handing you that word over and over and over again. Yes, well, eventually I think the universe, uh, you know, I'm kind of the, I don't get the gentle tap on the shoulder school of, of learning. I get the sledgehammer school, and they had to keep coming after me <laughs> to help me make sure that I wouldn't leave this word out because I thought about actually leaving it out. And so... Um, I know that love itself is complicated. I would say it's right up there with forgiveness. And uh, so many of us are confused by what those two words mean. And uh, love has changed my life on so many levels for both the positive and perhaps some of the more challenging aspects of it, too. And what I wanted to do was to try to help people not give up because it's so much easier to just project and blame the other person or blame the situation and not really look at our part in what got created. And so I really had to sit down and look over the course of my life and say, well, where were the places where love has shown up and I have perhaps pushed it away? Uh, where are the places it's shown up in a very kind of <laughs> to be kind, warped way and dealt with it. Um, where were the places where, you know, I wish I'd tried harder. Some places I thought I did the best I could. And ultimately the chapter wrote itself in a way. It, it came together as this mixture of ideas and storytelling about the word love in my own experience. And I think for most people, my hope would be at least that they two would have a story of love that they could add to this, and, and I would love it if they would write them on my blog, because I have this blog now called Words to Thrive By, and we're having such a lively conversation over there. Um, I was hoping that your listeners would feel free to come and, and join us, uh, because we're talking about the power of language, and we're talking about the power of words, and we're talking about how things can change that situations and moments between people can change dramatically with the right word. And conversely, if you use perhaps uh, not the most helpful or nurturing word, you can um, get in yourself into a bit of a thicket. I mean, my well, favorite every word. <laughs> one of your words, every one of your words is important. And what I took away from, from love and the story that you had, and I think the, the, the real gem for everyone listening is that before we can love anyone else or before we can allow love into our lives, we have to love ourselves, yes. our whole selves. And to me, that was a, just a very, very big stepping stone because so many people don't go there. They forget about the I am. Yes. And that's so interesting. I want to give out your website, too, so people can go there and then they can get connected with your, your blog, et cetera, myrealvoice.com. And, of course, you can find her on Twitter for her daily inspirations and make sure to like her on Facebook and she for motivational tips and stories. I wanted to also, Marianne, I was really touched by your journey to Brazil mm -hmm. and and the fact that I – you know, that we have lots of cancer in my family. I've had many of my loved ones die from from cancer. And uh, the fact that you actually have survived five cancers, yes. which is 
which to me just shows not only your resilience and your strength and your courage, but that you are here for a purpose and your voice is so important to share your stories so that all of the other people out there that are struggling can share theirs and give them permission to share theirs. Would you talk about this journey to Brazil? Because it, it didn't sound like a spa treatment by any No, <laughs> it certainly wasn't. Well, I, I would say about, you know, in, in answer to part of your question there, um, it's either God doesn't want me or I'm hard to catch. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I think I may be here for a reason. Um, but You're I assume that if, if I was not supposed to be here, I'd have left uh, on any number of different avenues that I could have chosen. Uh, but I, I went to Brazil. Um, actually, it started out because I was speaking with someone, and I said, you know, I'm turning 50 next year, and I think the best present I could give myself would be to speak with a truly enlightened person do you know anyone? <laughs> and they said, yes, actually, there's this man in Brazil who is a true healer. His name is John of God. And he goes not by that name, but that is how is he is respectfully referred to. And I thought, well, you know, if that's where he is, I'm getting on a plane and I'm going. And that's part of my adventuresome spirit, which has led to a lot of the stories in this book. Well, it's part Actually. of your courage. You're obviously a world traveler. Many of your stories taking, you know, they're taking place in, in Lisbon, you know, in Portugal or in Morocco yes. or, you know, in the Mediterranean. I mean, you're, you're all over, you're traveling all over the world, but that's what gives you perspective. Because it does. you are meeting so many people. I, you know, I read when I read every page of your book and I mean, you're trying, you don't speak some languages. You were speaking Spanish. The other woman was speaking Portuguese. You're communicating. So you are learning. Not only learning, but maybe because you're such a great speaker and a coach, you're able to communicate with body language, you know, with your face, with your tonality. And that's part of the journey we all have to get on, that we're all in this together and just we can't let language be the barrier. No, true. And I think that um, my favorite word is, of course, courage, um, because it really says that even if we get lost or we are afraid or we think we can't do it, that we have the capacity to triumph over any odds. Cynthia, did you know what the original definition of courage was? I think this is pretty significant not, for... No, not until I read it in your book. Go ahead and oh, say okay. it. Well, it's really the amazing. Yeah, the original definition of courage, and, and for you listeners, it, it's really a, a really important thing, I think, to hold within our hearts, is to tell the story of who you are with your whole heart. So... When and I to, read that is a great definition when if you stop to think about it when I read that in your book cuz I had never stopped you know, to to really look it up I mm-hmm. I think about the word encouragement which is just to help other people be better and to give them the strength to move forward when they might have fear but I had never really stopped to think it's really about who we are in telling our personal stories which is really what your book Words to Thrive By is all about. We're speaking with Marianne Dorwood, by the way. She's the author of Words to Thrive By, and she's an accomplished um, motivational speaker as well as a coach and, of course, a survivor. So go ahead and talk about courage a bit. Well, what I was going to say was that the idea of courage, you know, you really find it deep within yourself. And I believe that the human spirit is just an amazing, I think it's the eighth wonder of the world, really, because if we have one whiff of hope, if we just have one shred 
of it. We can get through anything, and we can move ourselves into places we never, ever thought possible, and we can get through the most devastating grief. And so when I left to go to Brazil, I was feeling pretty down because I had just had a near-fatal bike accident. I had been diagnosed with cancer, and I thought, you know... I'm kind of pissed off about all this. <laughs> you know, I was like, what the heck is going on? And so I was sent there to try to understand healing. And this is where I first got a glimpse that loving yourself and being at peace within yourself is the starting point. You know, we always think we're going to land there eventually. You know, one day, oh, yes, I'm here. I'm fine. I'm, you know, joyful, happy, and peaceful. But it's a gradual, gradual thing, and the start is looking within. And uh, as you were saying earlier, so many people look outside for that which might soothe them or comfort them or transform them. And in this case, I went to Brazil, and uh, John of God actually is a, a remarkable man. He he began his healing quite unexpectedly himself at age seven, and uh, he now heals Three, works with people three days a week, and it's, it's literally as if you were back in biblical times where there are 500 people a day who come, and they come in wheelchairs, and they come on crutches, and they come by donkey and cart and horse and walking and driving and buses, and I... My, it, felt, it felt like a total pilgrimage. It you know, is that a pilgrimage. I, I felt like it was a journey I took on a pilgrimage with you, and you were. It was like being with Mother Teresa or exactly. with Jesus, or in the presence of someone who has such, um, such mystical, miraculous touch, and so connected to the divine. Yet he doesn't look at himself that way. He's just no. there to really help because he had you sit. In, in, you know, yes. in that special place, so you'd be in this energy field. Yes, and it's called the current, and um, you being Oprah of the airwaves, Cynthia, even Oprah went down to try to expose uh, the fraud that she thought perhaps was there, and there hasn't been anybody yet who's really been able to say, you know, this, this is the real deal. This man is on the planet for healing, and he never claims he himself to be doing it. He believes that God is working through him, so... When I isn't that, down, isn't I mean, that wonderful? I mean, yeah. don't you just, Marianne, to me, when I read this, I, I felt grateful that you wrote about this story because the story alone could help so many people go on that journey or be in his presence or just understand that there is a divine a light that is available to all of us. Yes, and he looks into the matrix of your being. So I was a little nervous at first. I thought, oh, my gosh, if this guy can see into the matrix, you know, nowhere to run, nowhere to hide. <laughs> and uh, when Absolutely. I got in front of him, uh, my question, you're allowed to ask a question, and my question was, with all my gifts and talents, where do I serve God best? Because I really didn't know. And I didn't know if I was going to be on the planet for very long to be actually to serve God. So I thought, well, I'll, I'll ask and see if I can get some perspective. And his answer really surprised me. It was the last answer I thought I would ever get. And he said, politics. I know because that was like the thing you hated worse. Yeah, well, you didn't yeah. want to do it. Like been there, done that. But but you know, I was also surprised by your question because uh, as I just felt, my gosh, how generous of you to ask this question when all these people are here to be healed, and you were ill, and you didn't say how can I heal myself. Instead, you asked how could you serve, 
And I thought that was a courageous, those were courageous words. Well, thank you, Cynthia. It really uh, was a, an experience to sit and be quiet for me because that was another aspect of this. I had never really stopped for very long to be quiet. And uh, one of the, the guides on the trip that I uh, spoke to, she said, you know, you might consider asking for help because it's a universal law in the spirit world and that you need to ask for help before anyone can intervene to help you. And I thought, I do things myself. I don't need anyone's help. You, you know, what and, are and you, you talking know, about? Marianne, I was so with you when I read that part, too, because I thought, you know, strong people, they want we want to help everyone else. However, we tend to forget that we also need help. And exactly. that's something that we have to surrender once in a while and throw up our arms and say, you know, I can't do any more. God, help me now. And it is amazing how the law works because it's almost immediate how it comes flying in. And this is what your experience was well it certainly was because basically once i asked for help i thought you know i've got nothing to lose i saw this in my mind's eye now i don't know how many of our listeners actually have these impressions that happen to them inside you know it's like watching a movie in your mind you know and suddenly i saw a long line of people and every single one of them i was angry at in my mind's eye i saw like as many people who were coming to see john of god standing to my left and i I got this idea in my head, oh, what am I supposed to do with all you people? You know, I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> and I had thought of myself as a fairly forgiving person, but suddenly I looked at this long line of people and I went, nope, that's it, nope. And the the first person in line said, fine, I'll just get to the back of the line then, just go right and get in the back. And I thought, oh, no, this means I'm really going to have to deal with these people, <laughs> you know. Well, and that's the thing. We're coming towards the end of our our hour here, so I want to make sure that we get about your website and get to the end of the story. But the bottom line was is you had to learn to forgive and let go in order to heal yourself. Exactly, and here's really the bottom line was I had to be able to see from my perspective why I was angry at them, and I also had to see from their eyes looking back at me and see that they were equally justified at being mad at me. And at the moment I could see fully from both sides, mine and theirs, the whole thing released. And that changed everything. And it changed everything. Marianne, it's a wonderful book, and I can see why everyone is so excited. I'm so excited to launch the new year with this powerful, powerful book, Words to Thrive By by Mary Ann Dorwood. You can go to MyRealVoice.com, and when you see the words in here, they're words we all need. And, of course, we didn't touch on most of them, forgiveness and gratitude, determination, respect, resilience, trust, grace, responsibility, patience. It just goes on and on. But, Marianne, I want to honor you for writing this, for having the courage to write it, and for giving the hope to all of us out here and letting us share our stories by inviting us to do so. And at the end of every chapter, you invite people to share what they are going through. And you have lots of tips in here. So Words to Thrive by Marianne Dorwood. Go to MyRealVoice.com. I want to thank you so much for being a guest. And Oh, you're welcome. And I wanted just one last thing to say, Cynthia, and that is they'll be fastest getting to the book by going to WordsToThriveBy.com. Uh, if they go to My Real Voice, they'll learn a lot about my coaching and my work internationally and nationally here. Uh, but if they're really interested in the book, they can go to WordsToThriveBy.com, and that'll get them right there. Or they can go to Amazon because it's now available on Kindle as well as 
as uh, in paperback form. Oh, that's excellent. Words to thrive by.com. And you know, that's always a smart move for an author to get the name of their book. Uh, yes. On, yes. Well, you've really, been very generous to have me on your show, Cynthia. Thank you so important. much. Well, thank you. Best of success. It's going to be a great year. You've got so many great things happening and you're inspiring so many people and you are just a true leader. So I really am so happy that you were on the show. Thank you. I wish every one of your listeners a happy new year and hopefully together we'll all get stronger in the new year. You got it. Happy, happy, happy. Happy to you too. When goodbye, we come Cynthia. back from break, goodbye, Marianne. We're going to have some reflection, rejuvenation, and more for the new year. Stay with me. I'm Cynthia Bryan. You're listening to Stars Out. Be the star you are. We'll be right back. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take World Talk Radio on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. Well, every new year, people around the world decide to set goals for the upcoming 365 days. Unfortunately, most goals are abandoned within the first month. But in order to unleash the powers of your mind and exercise your goals, it's good to get a clear idea on what you really want to accomplish. You need to be specific. You need to be realistic. So by writing down what you want, then you will get what you want. If you write down you want to be a millionaire, that's not going to get you any closer to that dream unless you're willing to take some action steps. Ask yourself, what is it I really want to accomplish? What is the timeline that I give myself to make this happen? Is my timeline doable? Do I really want this goal or is it just an ego booster? Do I have the stamina to follow through, get the skills I need, and take the actions necessary to achieve this dream? Am I responsible for the growth of my personal life and of my business? My recommendation is this. Write two lists. Big goals, small goals. If you start with the small girl goals and you take baby steps every day to achieve them, your chances of succeeding in accomplishing the bigger goals will increase. You know, inch by inch, it's a cinch. By the yard, it's hard. Go slowly, but keep moving and never give up. Remember, you're the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another business bite from Star Style Productions. For coaching and more information, go to starstyle.us or call 925-377-STAR. Are you a teenager with lots to say but no one to talk to? Let your creativity explode and your voice be heard on the radio program Express Yourself, a show by teens, for teens, and about teens. No topic is off limits as you connect with teens with attitude. Check out Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel and join our global community where teens talk and the world listens. www.btsya.com. You can express yourself are you living your dreams want to create a life you love but don't know how to begin lifestyle coach and personal growth expert cynthia bryan has jump-started the lives and careers of clients for over two decades with her signature star style consultations with personalized sessions by phone or in person you'll turn your passions into profits visit www.cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-STAR that's cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-7827 Cynthia Bryan
Bryan is your guide on the side. www.cynthiabryan.com. You can be the star you are. Be the star you are. Light up the flame that burns. Make a world of difference in a world of differences when you support Be the Star You Are 501c3, a literacy and positive media charity dedicated to empowering women, families, and youth. Visit BeTheStarYouAre.org to make a tax-deductible donation today. Everyone counts. Donate today. BeTheStarYouAre.org Be the lucky star you you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop take world talk radio on the go and listen anywhere get our mobile app for iphone blackberry or android at the apple itunes app store blackberry app world or android market be the star you are you are the star turn up the volume grab a seat and get ready to be challenged inspired and motivated to greatness it's power party time on Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with your hosts, the mother-daughter dynamic duo, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. Well, thank you again for keeping with us here on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. My name is Cynthia Bryan, and I am always happy to be your personal growth coach here on the airwaves and bring you the greatest authors and experts who really can change your life and make a difference. Their stories of hope are inspirational and as we go into this new year, we need all the hope and courage that we can get. So I was so delighted that Marianne Dorwood with Words to Thrive By could join us today. So I have a couple of announcements before I talk a little bit about renewal and some reflections of this past year. I do want to remind you it's the last call for the National 8th Annual Essay Contest sponsored by U.S. Bank, and this is brought to the airwaves by uh, Be The Star You Are Charity. You can win big dollars, a radio interview, books, and more. Go to btsya.com for your guidelines, or you can find the guidelines, bethestarur.org, or you can also find them on our radio site, starstyleradio.com, under events. So that one is a good one. Well, I want to just reflect a little bit about this past year. The legendary beloved actress Doris Day once said that gratitude is riches, complaint is poverty. And although it's been a challenging year for most everyone across the country and in the world, it's been challenging for Be The Star You Are charity. It's always hard to keep a charity alive, especially growing in a depressed economic environment. Yet I am really grateful to the numerous volunteers, supporters, radio guests, radio support team, network team, audiences, plus all the random individuals who have contributed time, expertise, and dollars to be the star you are. And I want to extend my acknowledgments and gratitude to all of you right now. People across the world find Be The Star You Are through volunteer websites such as Volunteer Match or Volunteers of the East Bay. And many people volunteer for a short period of time. Others stay on with us, you know, with a cause. And reflecting upon the whole year, we have really accomplished so much with so little. We've launched new programs and we have continued beneficial older ones. 
Our teen volunteers have been especially busy. Uh, Stephen Zhao as our webmaster for the new website and Courtney Chang, a creative writing director, both teenagers, worked really hard to launch our new online creative community for teens called Express Yourself at btsya.com where young people can upload their videos and art and music and creative writing, photography, and more. So make sure to visit it, btsya.com. Our book review chairperson, Gabby Greco, she oversaw the publication of more than 100 new uh, reviews. And our teen event chair- chairperson, Vivian Lee, spearheaded two of our foreign res- uh, fundraisers, which were new. They, she did car washes, plus she spearheaded our festivals that we did and um, also fairs. And that's always a lot of work to work with all of that. And with the assistance, this was such a big program, with the assistance of authors, publishers, volunteers, and guests on our radio show, we had a campaign, Operation Disaster Relief, for the hurricane victims of Joplin, Missouri. And Be the Star You Are shipped over $59,000 worth of books and resources to the schools in and hospitals in the aftermath of these devastating hurricanes. One of another very exuberant program that we launched this year, brand new, was our new teen radio show called Express Yourself on our sister network, Voice America Kids Network. You can hear that uh, broadcast every Tuesday at noon on Voice America Kids. I have Perry Damone, Director of uh, Voice America Kids, and Brandy Jackson, Program Director of Voice America and World Talk Radio. To thank for that opportunity, they saw our teen website of Express Yourself at btsya.com, and they invited me to produce a new program for, by, and with teens. It took two months of pre-production, and our tenacious teens were rocking, and their shows are wonderful. you got to just check them out for 2012. There will be everything from bullying to uh, sex abuse to uh, anorexia and eating disorders to music and fun stuff like fashion and what's happening in the world and travel. So check it out on at, uh, the Vice America Kids Network, or you can go to expressyourselfteenradio.com. And in addition to all those activities, of course, every single Thursday from 3 to 4 p.m. Pacific, Heather, Brittany, and I have been bringing you our Star Style Be the Star You Are radio show with fascinating authors and experts. And Be the Star You Are charity has continued to ship books to organizations, shelters, and causes in need. So we've been making a difference. And, of course, we have our eighth annual essay contest happening right now. So it's been a year of innovation, creation, collaboration, and a lot of perspiration. And I personally want to thank everyone who has helped in any way throughout our journey. The orator Cicero is credited with saying gratitude is not only the greatest of virtues, but it's the parent of all others. And as the mom of two children and the mother of many new projects and kind of the mother hand of all these teens that I coach, I salute all of you and send you our gratefulness and we are so happy with our progress and embrace the gratitude attitude. So 
thank you so much. A few resolutions for 2012. We're going to stick to the list. We're going to try to stick to the budget. We're going to go plant shopping. <laughs> and we really hope to grow some new new volunteers, new beneficiaries, and uh, new benefactors. If you'd like to make a donation to Be The Star You Are, you can go to bethestarur.org. It's tax deductible. And right now would be a good time. It's the end of the year. You have uh, plenty of time to do it. BeTheStarYouAre.org or BTSYA.com. Uh, we also want to try something new. We're going to not gravitate towards the same favorite things. We're going to really try to uh, spread our wings and fly, get out of our comfort zone. We're going to dawdle less, although I don't think we've done much dawdling this year. We're always working. And we're going to plant something from seed. We're going to just plant seeds, and hopefully we will grow new programs Throughout life, we meet people who make an indelible impact for better, for worse. And sometimes they stay and sometimes they go and sometimes they return. But the imprint left on our hearts changes us forever. And as we grow into the people we are destined to be, we grow to appreciate all of those who have played a role in the creation of our life stories. And as you know, here on Star Style, Be the Star You Are, we are all about storytelling. In my books, Be the Star You Are and Be the Star You Are for Teens, we share many different chapters. And the book is rather similar to Words to Thrive By, Be the Star You Are, 99 Gifts for Living, Loving, Laughing, and Learning to Make a Difference, has 99 chapters of different ways that you can share your story as well and everything in it from action to determination to harmony to grace. So you may want to pick up a copy. You can pick up copies at starstyleradio.com under our store and there's still time to get autographed copies or you can buy in bulk to give gifts to your corporation. We also have the book, The Business of Show Business, Chicken Soup for the Gardener's Soul, Miracle Moments, and the Blessings of Love and Family. So we hope that you will check out our books and the money goes to charity. I have a couple of funny things I want to um, share with you. I just kind of fun facts before we go away and say happy holidays and cheers for the new year. And I think you'll get a chuckle out of these because laughter is so important. Most of us have eaten a spider in our sleep. The real reason that ostriches stick their head in the sand is to search for water. Prince Charles and Prince William never travel on the same airplane just in case there is a crash. The first Harley-Davidson motorcycle was built in 1903, and it had a tomato can as a carburetor. Most hospitals make money by selling the umbilical cords cut from women who give birth. They are reused in vain transplant surgery. I never knew that. I could have saved mine. And maybe used it if I ever had, but I don't have a, I don't have big veins, but maybe I could have done that. Humphrey Bogart was related to Princess Diana. They were actually seventh cousins. On average, a hundred people choked to death on a bull ballpoint pen. That doesn't seem very funny to me, but, um, but that is something <laughs> that has happened. Elephants are the only animals that can't jump. Women blink nearly twice as much as men. A snail can sleep for three years. That's not good. That's not good news for me because I'm a gardener. A shrimp's heart is in its head. It's physically impossible for a pig to look up into the sky. A golden, I mean, a pregnant goldfish is called a twit. 
And 23% of all photocopiers' faults worldwide are caused by sitting on them, and they are photographing their butts. So with that, (laughs) I'm going to um, end our segment today and wish you and your families a bountiful, loving, happy, healthy 2012. Thanks for helping us to do great things. Thank you for all that you have brought to our lives here on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. And taking a cue from a recent independent film, I want to end with thank you and more, please. With an attitude of gratitude, my name is Cynthia Bryan. The show is Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We wish you the best of New Year's. Be safe, be happy, and we'll see you next year. And until we talk again, be the star you are. Thank you for joining me. Happy New Year, one and all. Thank you for tuning in every week for the Power Hour on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Our goal is to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to reach for the stars and shine brightly. For further information, visit www.starstyleradio.com. You're invited to our power party next week and every week right here on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel with the dynamic duo, the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan, our health hero, Heather Brittany, and the pioneers on the planet. We'll pour more champagne for the spirit with positive, uplifting, life-changing radio. Until we play again, be the star you are. You are.